to DNVR Bits Daily. Dre, uh, what goes up must come down. We got, we, you know, we had an Icarus moment last night. Flew a little too close to the sun. Uh, undefeated on the Mac going into the game. And then things came crashing down in absolutely, positively, spectacular and epic fashion. Quite possibly the worst loss, the, the, the worst betting loss I've ever had in my life. Really? I mean, in terms of like how oh. far off we were from hitting it. We're talking about the, oh, <laughs> oh, you mean that under you talked me into that Kent State covered on their own. You, that's what you're talking about. I mean, geez. yeah, that was rough. That well, was to be rough. fair. You wanted the Akron under, and they doubled that too. So we were just they, wrong. They murdered that like a minute into that game. Um, why did I have Kent State minus twenty six in my bet slip? <laughs> I mean, that was we liked. Wait, did you, we give that out? No, we didn't give that out. We liked the the dog. So you took it. I got, I made, I got the accidental profit. I've always dreamed of doing that. I screw up a bet. I hate myself for it. And then you go into the bet slip. You actually won a little money. You didn't lose it all. That happened to me yesterday. The Mac is just a blessed, a blessed time for betters. I mean, there's no other way to put it. So we also had the first quarter in the Buffalo game, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which was minus seven and a half. That didn't hit. I went back to the well and doubled down on the second quarter, and I hit that. So I, I only ended up losing one unit last night. Yeah, and you did that on the sly. You didn't tell me about it, and yeah. you you went against the trends, which is uh, the betting on even quarters. But it came through for you. Well, I figured if I lose on an on an odd quarter, then I can win on right. an even quarter. Well, and let's be honest. You caught. You said it. We just, we, and this is the thing, this show, if you can decipher the information we give you, you, you would truly never lose a sports bet, but it takes you deciphering because Ryan on the show said, well, Buffalo's a bit of a slow starter. And then he, he gave me carte blanche to pick one of the like three bets in that game that we liked. And we went with the first quarter, and that was a real stinker. So, and by the way, I am not wearing glasses to celebrate any wins, as as the content we are providing would suggest. The sun is beating into my eyes. This is uh, this is necessary. I'm it's, sorry. A, it's a bright sun. You can see it's, it there over my shoulder. Future's so bright, you gotta wear shades, Ryan. That, that's exactly what we're getting into right now because Dre, we mo- we may no longer be undefeated mm. in the MAC at large. But we are still undefeated on Mac parlays. Yes. And on Mac picks on a Wednesday. Our Wednesday Mac picks. Our nationally syndicated audience knows that the Wednesday show is, that's the, that's the big show, you know? That is the big show. And so. that's when we give out our Mac parlay, three legs or more, with a 20% profit boost. Uh, it's high class living. It really is quite possibly the most profitable, um, the most profitable thirty minutes in sports is this show on Wednesdays with the Mac Parlay. Someone, someone, copyright that while they designed the shirt right now. Stat. Um, 
I'm now realizing I really hope we're on the same side. Yeah, uh, and we've got three games here. You know, one thing I also realized last night is we got away from what we were doing, which uh -oh. was just taking the game lines. You know, we we got a little fancy last night, and oh, uh, I guess we had yeah. taken an had we taken an under before? I think we did have an under once before. I mean, Ryan, let's be honest. The lines yesterday they sucked. They they were, they were over four touchdowns. It was it was awful. You you just can't play with that kind of stuff. You know, yeah, only I mean, accidental bets will work out for you in that kind of scenario. We got someone in the comments here, Mr. Spencer, saying, uh, "Oh, that's Spencer." Uh, saying I'm gonna put fifty bucks on this parlay, boys. Got my faith in you. I couldn't, I couldn't recognize him with his Tiger King costume right there. Um, I um, I wish Spencer would keep that to himself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dre. Well, let's get into this. Starts with Western Michigan at Central Michigan. We know that Michigan directional schools are the pride and joy of the MAC, yeah. and. This is tough because mm. if either mm. of these two teams were playing any other team, I would be taking them. Yes, yes. The, the Mac is all about the haves and the have-nots. We have a great matchup of haves here. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. And, and speaking of haves, the line is a half point. So true. It's like they knew the pun was coming. And if you were to power rank the Mac uh, directional schools from the state of Michigan, Eastern Michigan, clearly the third worst. And now uh, there's the Central versus Western Michigan Derby that's going to unfold tonight. Ryan, where are you leaning? Where uh, are you leaning? I want to hear your lean first. Okay. I, I, I'm going to tell you this. The PJ Fleck is not is not going to show up tonight. His era and the Western Michigan Broncos era, it's over. They, they've moved on to Minnesota. I thought that uh, P.J. Fleck was a Central Michigan coach. <laughs> nope, Western Michigan. Western Michigan. Are you sure about that? Yes, yes, yes. Corey Davis, uh, Chumo Korafor. I, I do remember Levante Bellamy, Western Michigan. That's P.J. Cool. Fleck. He is a Western Michigan Bronco. P.J. Fleck Broncos, no doubt. Central Michigan, though, Proud program have had some tough moments, but now now they've got a guy who I bet even back in the day he lost you a little money. Jim Effing McElwain in Central Michigan. I got a plus a half point. Love, love the Chippewas, I believe. Tell me this, Andre. Yeah, that is mm. the Chippewas fire up Chippewas alma mater. Yep. Uh, Antonio Brown. We do this every week. Um, of course, it's a it's a classic. Central Michigan uh -huh. plus a half plus um, a half point. Yeah. Please then explain to me why they have worse odds on the money line than Western Michigan. Yeah, I'm not clear about that either. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the half point thing. Make, okay, so I think they just the half point thing obviously just means pick them, and I just mm -hmm. think DraftKings Sportsbook doesn't do pick them. Um, so they just, it didn't matter who had the plus and who had the minus. Um, they probably should have flipped those, but you think that's a conversation they had with the engineers on like the, the back end, like 
could we have pick them? And they're like, well, actually, that becomes five characters and that's going to take away from the actual line. Could we just do it a half point? And they're like, yeah, fine. Right. The problem is they should have made the favorite minus a half point and the dog plus a half point. But anyways, (laughs) we found the glitch in the system, Ryan. Slam the half point, right? No, it's the same odds and the same outcomes. No, the the better favorite on the money line is also being given a plus a half point. But a half point doesn't do you anything unless the game ends in a tie. (laughs) Right, I know. But I'm just saying, like, it should have been Central Michigan minus 109 and... No, okay, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. You know what? Just because <laughs> I love the chip a lot, though. Just because you no, said it, though, no. we're, we're putting the plus half point in the bet slip. Because it's, yeah, yeah. it feels like good juju. Spreads only. Spreads All only. right, fire up chips. There's one. Okay, good. Northern Illinois at Ball State. Northern Illinois at Ball State. Um, they are not Ball So Hard University <laughs> as uncovered last week. I literally think of Ball So Hard University every day now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, Ball State, unequivocally not Ball So Hard University. Definitely. Uh, and because of that, we're going Northern Illinois. Go Huskies. 100% with you, as is the money. 57% of the money on the Huskies only 46% of the bets. This is a classic fade the public. Um, it, we made money off of Ball State last week. Ball State gets that, uh, you know, halves of the MAC treatment, but they don't they don't win like the halves of the MAC because they can't cover large spreads. And that's why I love Northern Illinois. Love that we're on the same page. By the way, just 2% more, but it is, there is a little more. It's a little F, FTP fade the public pick as well for Central Michigan. And then finally, Toledo, Eastern Michigan. I told you, Eastern Michigan, weakest of the directional schools in the state of Michigan. Toledo, I think, is one of the the Mac juggernauts not getting their proper dues here. Just minus seven. Easy, right? I'm so glad. We are on the same page across the board. Unlike the last couple of days, we're back. We're back. You heard it here. Let's lock it in. Central Michigan plus a half point. Uh. Northern Illinois plus 14 and a half Toledo minus seven with the boost 20% it. odds boost plus seven twenty-five. Let's put that in right now. What yeah, a beautiful I'm not, I'm not going to waste any time on that either. No, no. The odds are only going to get worse if we wait. So, Oh that, gosh. As I we can't know, wait. This, this show flips the lines. It's going to be a lot going on for me because, uh, draft going on tonight the draft has really thrown me off right yeah i can't having having a 2020 draft in the final two months of that year has thrown my i do an nfl draft show weekly and i still think of that draft as a 2020 draft because there's still an nba draft that needs to go on i can't wait to get this out of the way and have the order the the sports calendar order of the world restored also everyone knows the my my you know, the, the NBA offseason is great. It's better than the actual NBA played games. Now we've got that going on with the action, with college football, with the NFL. Too much, too much. So I, I got to get this basketball stuff out the way. All right. Uh, we are going to talk. One of the best things that's happened in your life, Andre, is that you can now bet on drafts. 
Yeah. Uh, and yeah. we're going to talk about betting on the draft here in a second. But before we do that, a shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook, the home of the Mac Parlay profit boost. Um, okay. Like I said, the you know it's the single most profitable um, promotion in sports uh, when paired with this television or with this um, online television program, whatever you want to call it, this podcast X nationally syndicated yep. Uh, yep. internet show. So you got to go over to DraftKings Sportsbook and download that top rated sportsbook app. And once again, they are insuring your bets up to $100 this weekend when you bet on uh, anything going on this weekend. And there's a lot going on. So check out DraftKings Sportsbook and check out all the details. As you sign up this week, they're going to cover you through the weekend up to $100. Um, It's a really, really, really great deal for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Risk-free coverage paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Dre. You mentioned it. The NBA draft tonight. Um, Yes. Not, uh, I'll have to say, one of the least anticipated NBA drafts uh, that I remember. Yeah, well, and it's hilarious because draft people absolutely hate this draft in particular because they've had to talk about this for an extra like five months. And the next two draft classes have some truly transcendent NBA talents. So like the people who cover it are fed up and they're not transmitting that excitement uh, that you would typically have. And that's had a bit of a trickle down effect. I think it'll be a fun night. It'll really kickstart things. I kind of expect a crazier draft than the other quarantine COVID-related drafts we've had so far. Um, Those were the NFL, MLB, NHL drafts. They were plenty crazy as a usual draft will be, but I didn't think the circumstances added any wildness to it. In fact, if anything, it made it so that mock drafts were a little more chalk in some ways. Here... Where the real caveat is we've got this really compressed NBA schedule and season coming up. And I think that'll change the draft patterns a bit in a deep draft that does is, is isn't so top heavy. And I also expect lots of trades. Um, and that will kind of alter some of these mocks and predictions. Uh, but without giving up too much, because you will see me on the draft broadcast tonight to talk more bets, I'm gonna give you I'm going to start you off with a couple bets that you, as a a pretty diligent Pac-12 basketball watcher, and let us not forget someone who has uh, some some real experience covering that league as well, uh, you're going to be intrigued by. And the first one is, this is easy breezy, Arizona players to be drafted in the first round over under one and a half. I like this over and you're going to get Josh Green is a lock in the top 22, let's say. Let's put the Nuggets pick in there. And then Zeke Naji, their other freshman power forward, has a lot of buzz basically from the Nuggets pick over to 30. So there right there should be a shoe in for two. And you've got Nico Mannion, their point guard, who could always slip in there. So that one you're getting pretty decent. Uh, Let's see. When I put this in the bet slip, I got it at minus 106. So very respectable odds. 
Um, that is one of the bets I'll be taking. And that will keep you engaged till the end. Yes. Let me stop you here because uh, yeah. I want to talk about this before we go too much further. Number to to be drafted number one mm. overall. Yeah. Anthony Edwards is minus two fifty. Now, did you see this excerpt that came out from him recently? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've been talking about it on the jump and stuff. You I'm going to read this to you, and then you tell me if you would draft this player number one overall. He's a Southern boy. To be honest, he says, I can't watch basketball. Uh, I'm really not into it, he says. I love basketball. Yeah, it's what I do. He says, <laughs> if he could go to the NFL tomorrow, he'd let basketball go, quote, because you can do anything on the field. You can spike the ball. You can dance. You can do all types of disrespectful stuff. In the NBA, you can't do that. He goes on. Um, he is an aspiring rapper, but I really run rap. Dame talking about, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm rapping like little baby. Okay. So we don't like basketball. We wish we were in the NBA and the real passion here is for rap. I am sorry. I'm not even joking one tiny little bit when I say off my board entirely. Also, you cover the NFL. You know he is so off base about the <laughs> NFL being like some super fun league. Like, bro, the second you get injured in that super fun league, first off, you're done for. Like that contract's no longer guaranteed. It's over. Um, but it, it, Ryan, he's a Southern Bell. He's had. I don't, a, I don't care. I I just love hearing his uh, Southern accent in interviews. I kind of love the kids tape. Um, but yeah, no, I understand that's concerning. His 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 love for the game slash background and effort at Georgia. Um, while there's nothing like overwhelmingly troublesome, there's a lot of stuff like that where it's like, yeah, I mean, I'd have a hard time risking the first overall pick. The thing is, LaMelo Ball and James Wiseman bring similar risks. So that's why he'll. You I know who I think is the best player in this draft? Uh, Tyler Bay? No. no. Uh, um, Kobe Toppin. Oh. Yeah, that's a very like college guy take. I could see Onyeka and Kongu being the best player in this draft, which brings me to... Um, I've got a, a couple Onyeka-related bets. Um, so, so anyways, first, you're, you're, still, you're still rolling with Anthony Edwards, number one overall. Well, that those odds have swung significantly today. So okay. it used to be Lamella was the favorite. Then now Edwards is a minus 200 sum. Minus and he, he seems like a he just fit wise. If the top three is basically like, yeah, there's a consensus top three, but no consensus among those top three. He's clearly the be best fit of the three. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. I, yeah. Anyways, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't even draft him if I was the Nuggets at 22. Oh, I you isn't your favorite player J.R. Smith? Like, dude, I guarantee J.R. Smith loves basketball. <laughs> Does he though? Yes. Does he though? He doesn't even know like what what the score is in game one of an NBA final. Does he love basketball that much, Ryan? Yes, yes. Because I remember JR playing. coming into the league and being like, Oh yeah, he's got a lot of those concerns. That you are bringing up with Anthony Edwards, so he loves to hoop, bro. That's what I need out of any <laughs> player that I'm drafting. I don't know, but 
Anthony Edwards might just play basketball like a football player. Doesn't that entice you? The first question I have for any prospect when I'm meeting with them is, is ball life? And if ball is life, then you're on the board. If it's not, you're off the board. I mean, that's not a bad way to go about it, frankly. So anyways. Um, but anyways, he seems like a lock. Then James Wiseman, if available, seems like a lock to two to the Warriors. Now, there's always the possibility the Warriors make a trade. There just doesn't seem to be a ton of value. And why would so, they not take Wiseman? He's such a good fit for them. Exactly. And you take Wiseman because he's that asset you figure in your culture and program can become a, a valuable trade asset sooner rather than later. And then I was talking to the guys from the Nuggets set. And the, the third pick's really interesting because for a while, Charlotte was said to really want Wiseman and really want a big man. And most mocks, if they didn't trade up to get Wiseman, or Wiseman didn't fall to them, would just have him taking USC big man Onyeka Okongu, who I love, and you can get him at plus 2,000. Now, that's because Onyeka's come out today and said he does have a foot injury, um, which, you know, these things can impact uh, draft stock some. Again, it wouldn't matter at all if we'd had the draft when we would have had it, typically in the summer, but whatever. Um, so I think that's a, that's worth a sprinkle because Lamelo Ball doesn't seem like a shoe in to me, and then I would also sprinkle Obi Toppin because Charlotte's always going after the high floor college guys at plus sixteen hundred. And then if you think no, no, well the sprinkle's nice and all, but they'll end up just taking Lamelo Ball. You can get an odds boost for Edwards one, Wiseman two, Ball three at plus two fifty. So if you sprinkle all those three, you're going to end up making some some nice money one way or another. In the horse so racing world, that's called a trifecta. Well, I just gave you a trifecta, my friend. I kind of like the trifecta. I'll just say, man, Toppin is one of those guys who everyone overthinks. Oh, he's a little too old. Oh, sure, this, that, sure, and the other yeah. thing. And then he comes in and everyone's like, why didn't, they, why didn't everyone draft this guy? Well, Toppin will shoe in for rookie of the year. Shoo-in to be like a dunk champ at some point in his Oh my god, he's so career, bouncy. Which just having that is gonna make you a ton more money, and you're like just gonna be perceived as better. And worse, his floor is higher than anyone else. I think at worst he's the sixth man of the year offensive force, but then you gotta see if the fit defensively ever works. Okay, anyway, so let's move on to some more of those Pac 12 uh Pac 12. Over under five and a half guys to go in the first round, getting really nice odds on this one. Now stay with me. Okongwu, lock for the top 10. Green, Isaiah Stewart, and McDaniels. So the one Arizona kid and the two Washington kids also seem like locks. And Tyrell Terry of Stanford seems like a good lock. That's five. All I need is one of out of Tyler Bay, Zeke Naji, who I'm already betting on making it in the first round with the Arizona bet, or Nico Mannion. I need three of I have three one candidates, of three, yeah. one of three, to make it in, and I cover that easily. And I don't know if that's changed, but I got that at minus 106 as well. That's a good bet. Um, the one thing I'll say here is that Pac-12 prospects are consistently slept on by NBA teams. Um, it happens every year, but I think this year is one of the ones where you have enough locks in here. And then what Tyler Bay did at the combine, um, I think quite literally he jumped, uh, into the first round, uh, with his vertical jump 
Yeah. Uh, so, well, and are they usually slept on? But then this year, because we've had all this time to catch up on film, we might not have typically. Are they, you know, as the industry catching up a little more because we've had more time to evaluate everyone? Right, and there was no time um, where you know the Pac-12 could disappoint in the in the uh, NCAA tournament. <laughs> yes, yes. have their players not get onto the national stage. I think that if uh, if they played the tournament we'd be talking about Toppin going higher because he took Dayton to at least the final four. hundred percent agree. He's one of those guys who really got hurt by no turning for sure. Yep. Uh, okay. So where, where is that? Where, where is that on a conference specials? Yeah. Yep. Conference specials. Pac 12 over five and a half one minus one Oh six. I like it, man. They really came through with the, uh, with the specials here. It's great. I mean, just imagine how the NFL draft will be once that comes around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be pick, an abundance of choice. You can even pick what player goes at what pick. Usually we only get like, what's who's going to go number one? Yep. Yep. You got many, like three, four picks sprinkled throughout. That's how I got the odds for Obi Toppin and Okongu at that third pick. Um, no, it's beautiful. It's really great. I mean, this morning I went to a couple mocks and some weren't even updated yet. So what I did was I went to the DraftKings app to see how the odds had updated. And, and that's where I really got my intel for, oh, yeah, Edwards seems much more like a lock for the one pick. How's that changed things at three? I mean, this app is great for not just it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you just made a mock draft off of the favorites at DraftKings. Um, how much better you would do than some of the experts. Yeah. Yeah. If, if only I, if only I had time for that, Ryan, I would uh, <laughs> jump on that. All right. What else do we got here? Okay. Should we do a couple trends days? Well, okay. Uh, the one that I wanted to ask you about was just uh, the Nuggets pick and who's the favorite to go there. That one, we have the 20th pick prior to them or, and the 21st but then we don't have the 22nd pick oh. available. I think that's a little bit of a toss-up. I think that could also be because some mocks recently have Alexei Pokuzeski, Poku, uh, whose value could be all over the board. Him, guys like Jaden McDaniels, you won't find wagers on because they're you know those high upside guys who could be all over the place. Um, but again, I think it's very telling on the app that the 20th pick, now the highest odds are Malachi Flynn, the point guard out of San Diego State, who has been mocked to um, the Nuggets before. Him Any relation being, to Johnny Flynn? I don't believe so, man. Johnny Flynn. Oh, <laughs> oh good times. Good times. Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio both drafted before Steph Curry by the Minnesota Timberwolves. No one will ever forget that. Um, and then the pick after that, massive upset isaiah joe you're gonna say who um and I'm I, a draft pick. I barely know him i guess a hot shooter from arkansas i believe um he's got the best odds to be the 21st pick you won't see that in many mocks boy malachi flynn isaiah joe the two picks before the nuggets i think that could mean a really enticing pick for the nugs but we'll we'll find out as we watch that broadcast isaiah tonight. joe mm. are they sure that's not like there's not a, a last name missing, like Isaiah Joe Wallace or something. No, no, that's his name. That's his name, my friend. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, yes. All right. Last thing we do, you know, Wednesdays have really been transformed here to uh, just another day in the Mac. They used to be trends days, 
So in right. the as right. is tradition, why don't we hit a couple trends here before we get out of here? Well, so we're going to go back to um, telling you guys of, uh, where all the money is going early on these NFL bets as that has worked out nicely for us. It would appear the 20% threshold was the way to go last week, Ryan. Um, also, I don't believe I tracked all of these when we did this on Trends Day. So then when I got to it... Um, you know, I, I checked where the money was and placed my bet Sunday. I don't think that was an accurate representation. So we're going to be a little more, I'm going to be a little better about tracking this. The most bet on game and the, the game where the difference between bet percentage and money percentage, though this week in the NFL is most significant, is the Dolphins at minus three and a half. This should surprise no one. Um, you know, this was a, a line that jumped out of us, and you've made the case for why you shouldn't hammer the Dolphins. Dolphins, also, we've talked about this before, always one of the most bet-on teams, uh, just because Florida is so close to the Bahamas. They've always been kind of a an offshore betting darling. Um, but anyways, the Dolphins getting 92% of the money on them right now. Wow. Wow. Um, it kind of goes into what I was saying yesterday, though, where it's a little, you know, it's just one of those games where everyone thinks they knows what's going to happen and then something else happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, another game, and this has moved since we talked about it. The Chiefs were six and a half point favorites. I guess the line is way lower because I sneakily like the Raiders. This has jumped to seven and a half, and I guess that's because. This is another game with 90% of the money on the Chiefs. I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised by that. Yeah. Say that again. 90% of the money on the Chiefs, and that's led to this line moving from Chiefs favored by 6.5 to now 7.5. Man. Um, All of that surprises me. I'll probably end up taking the Raiders in this one big time big yeah. time I mean and I know you were saying you they probably don't do it outright but at plus seven and a half I love that um so yeah that's kind of surprising another game that's getting over 90 percent of the money uh significantly more than the bet percentage is the New England Patriots who are favored by two on the road against the Houston Texans New England Patriots on the road at the Houston Texans, and you and what what's the what's the trend here? The Patriots are getting ninety percent of the money. Oh, and versus sixty six percent of the bet percentage. I know. Wow. No, this I don't like it. Be a, a fade. This might be a fade. Fade the public type moment. Yeah, like this, truly yeah. fading public and money, and yeah. against the against the grain type of week. Um, and our last game within that 20% threshold that we've talked about before, 20% difference between bet percentage and money percentage is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday night hosting the Rams. Oh, man. And let's see what this was at. Minus four for the Bucks. Um, a 25 uh, 25% differential, 78% of the money on the Buccaneers. Another game where I like the Rams. 
I like the I like the Rams as well. I like the Rams as well. Um, interior oh. pressure, the number one way to shut down Tom Brady. Absolutely. I mean, any good quarterback, but especially Tom Brady over the years, you see, you know, in big games when he struggled, it was because of interior pressure. Yep. Yep, exactly. An immobile quarterback like that you really want to get with. And now estimated win, which went 10 and four last week. Uh, they like the Rams. I mean, they, <laughs> they're, they're numbers, you know, it's not like an agency I follow. Okay. They, they like Houston just a smidge. And the Raiders as well. Oh, I'm not seeing that Raiders line. Where the hell is that? Here we go. Uh, yep, the Raiders line is, uh, it should only be Chiefs by four there. And, well, no, does like Miami. So, but Miami, this is an against, this is a unrelated to what the stats are. So estimated win, which again has been really hot lately, would agree with our our eyes in looking at this data and saying, mm, the trend is to go the other way. Oh, interesting stuff. Um, I've got just a lot to unpack there. Today is a crazy day. What Wednesday on the on DNVR Bets Daily? What a um, Wednesday. A lot to take in. A lot to take in. Yes. And uh, how many bets are you putting down on the draft? Um, okay, so I'm I've got my three sprinkles. Then I've got those two bets I gave out to you. Um, you know, the pack Arizona props. And that's basically it. So I think I'm sticking to those six. Uh, I guess I'm going in on Malachi Flynn to go 20th overall to the to the heat. That seems to be picking up. Um, I see the fit because he... In their system, he could be very Goran Dragic-esque, which has been become a key to their um, formula. They're also a team who can, you know, much like the Nuggets can afford to go with a defense-heavy guy because they don't need, like, a guy who can carry his load on offense, that he can go the other way and go with a smaller guy like Flynn who can kind of help offensively, and the other guys will pick it up. So I've also got money on that. All right, man. Well, oh, good. oh, I'm sorry. Final sprinkle over under three and a half international players in the top 10 picks. I read the, 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 the clear writing, which is any player not to come out of the NCAA in this draft. So LaMelo ball counts, uh, Danny Avia. Those two should be locks to go in the top 10. Then we have Kalen Hayes, who is more projected to go in that 11 to 13 range. The French American who played in Germany and some are very high on, but there's a, there's a chance in a crazy draft. He goes in the top 10. There's also a chance in a crazy draft that RJ Hampton, the American who went to New Zealand, who's over under is set at 15 and a half. And that under went from minus 112 to minus 195 in the span of a couple hours today. So high upside guy in a draft like this, a high upside guy like that could sneak into the top 10. So that would be your four. And Poku, of course, who's the wild card in all of this. He could go anywhere. He could drop to the Nuggets to 22. He could be a surprise pick at 10th overall. It's a super duper long shot, but you never know. So two locks and three long shots to do it. And that's worth a sprinkle. So I'm having fun with that. You know, I'm an international guy, Ryan. So. And what were the odds? Oh, plus 400. Ooh, okay. 
All right. That's good. Yeah. yeah, that's a good spring. That's a good sprinkling odds. Yeah, and you find that in the NBA draft top ten. So, all right, there you go. Uh, tons of stuff on the docket tonight. And just for those of you who missed the beginning of the show, let me tell you before yeah, we get out of here, the Mac parlay. We remain undefeated in Mac parlays. Yes. Um, boost it, kids. Boost it. Yes, you got to get the twenty percent boost from DraftKings Sportsbook. Northern Illinois plus 14 and a half. Central Michigan plus half point. And Toledo minus seven with the boost plus 724. We've already hit two of these. Let's do it again. Holy Toledo. Best of luck, folks. All right. That's, that's going to do it for us on Dan Vera Bets Daily. We'll talk to you guys soon.